part two, primetime watch along. Now then, let's see what you've got coming up. Ah, it's time for Le Leaping Lanny Poffo. Saw him last week, didn't we? Poet Laureate of the Wrestling World Wrestling Federation. They're talking about the gladiator here because he's got a um, he's got a um, a mask on. Do you know, let me just let me just see who we think it was. Is that Ricky Hunter? Parts unknown, wait on, wait on, wait unknown. Yeah, looks like it was Ricky Hunter. He had uh, had a long run in uh, Untitled in uh, in Florida in the sixties. Leaping Lanny has that softly permed hair and a tash, which I love. Softly permed, softly permed. Yeah. Certainly adds a lot of gymnastics moves to his wrestling. Certainly does. Yes, he does. But one good punch from the hammer would just knock him right off his feet. I know that for sure. Well, heck with all that fancy stuff. You don't resort to much fanciness in the ring, do you? It's all business with you. Who's he talking to? Exactly right, Gorilla. Did I miss that? I could do the fancy stuff. You can do the cartwheels and the kip-ups and the backflips and all of that. Sure, sure. I learned that the first year I ever wrestled. Maybe we'll find out later on. I must have missed it. I was talking, I think. Greg, is it Greg Valentine? It could be. Greg Valentine. He doesn't do any cartwheels, that's true. Never did. <laughs> I think his poems are excellent, says Gorilla. They're all right. They're a bit of doggerel, but they're okay. I liked them. I thought in context they were very good. I noticed in the last couple of title defenses, Greg, that the Luscious John was very conspicuous by his absence. That must be Greg Valentine. Luscious Johnny V is his manager, of course. Or was. He's taking care of matters. Matters. I mean, it will be. I'm taking care of matters. Leave it at that then. We don't need to know what they are. A lot of arm work here. Short arm scissors. He likes that grill. Short arm scissors. There you go. Hasn't seen one, but he's pleased. Oh, but he bridges out of it, does Leaping Lanny. Yeah, he's rolled him over for a bit of a pin attempt there, but um, straight back to it. Oh, he's rolling with him. He had, his, he had his foot under the ropes there. Come on. Come on, he's got his foot under the ropes, ref. He's still having to kick out. Get the shoulder up, you know. Well, now... We've got uh, Leaping Lanny tying the leg up. Very close to the ropes here. Oh, and now, uh, now a headlock. 
some good mat wrestling going on here. It's the kind of thing you'd see in 86, isn't it? It wouldn't pass muster now so much. Although, still gets used. Utilised, perhaps, is the word I'm looking for. Oh. Backed up against a wall when a formidable tag team comes up. What do you mean? That's what he means, they have to defend the titles. It's a shame we have to defend the titles against really good teams. Yeah, why can't they be crap teams that we can beat? Yeah, why not? Gene Tunney? Not Gene Tunney, is it? Is it Gene Tunney? Yeah, Jack Tunney. Jack Tunney? <laughs> I'm looking on your door. Yeah, Jack Steve. Jack Gene Tunney. They're not really talking much about this match, are they? They're just talking about the tag team situation. Because, of course, the dream team, that would be Greg and Brutai. Brutus the Bob Beefcake have just lost the titles to the British Bulldogs at WrestleMania 2. Steel cage match, yes. Forgotten that. The, the titles in the first part of prime time and they lost the titles this match would have taken must have taken place a long time before that then it's all over the place isn't it really it's a magazine show magazine I don't know about that, but the, I, I agree with the first bit. He does need to roughhouse him, take it to him, but I don't know about the second comment there, Greg. It's going up to the top. That's a moonsault. Now, last week they were saying, well, you've got to be careful because he could break a leg doing that. But actually, it's a moonsault. That's the, is that the first time we've seen that? Probably not. But it's the first time I've seen that in the WWF. You know, that's 1986. No wonder they liked him. And he gets the pin from that. Of course he does. And it was a... I mean, he didn't stay up the top to tell everybody it was coming, but that was a moonsault. I'm sure he's not calling it that at, the time, at this time, but blooming good, I'll tell you that. And he's up to the front, up to the top as well, not the second rope. Right up to the top. Oh, actually, he had one leg on the second rope and one leg on the top. So, actually, that's harder even to do. But he really stuck it well. Nicely done, Leaping Lanier. I'm explaining it. It's difficult, isn't it? They're leaping back and forward in time. Perhaps they could have put this match on earlier in the programme. That might have helped. Like I said before, a lot of things are happening in the World Wrestling Federation. Well, there, there's always something of great importance going down at all times. Yes. Uh, always something of great importance going down at all times. One thing I wanted to know was, do you have a guy like 
King Kong on a special kind of diet. Or no, no, I have nothing to do with their training. I have nothing to do with their what they eat or anything. Don't I oversee their training habits either. Well, I make sure the guy doesn't get out of shape. I mean, I can tell. When How would you know what a guy like Butt is? Because I can tell when a guy loses a step in the ring. I can tell when a guy's a little slow here. <laughs> I can tell by fatigue. I'm a manager. I handle all their business stuff. Right now, let's go to a special interview. <laughs> <laughs> it's really cheesed off with being, with being cut off there. But we have to get to Mean Gene and... Yeah! Rick Rude. No, 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 no. <laughs> Randy Savage. Randy Cabbage, as he's often called by a friend of mine. Here we go. Of course, he's got the uh, Intercontinental title by this time because he'll have beaten Ricky Steamboat in that great match at WrestleMania. I love his stuff. That's a different sport. If I took up basketball, I'd be better than Larry Bird. I'm not sure you would. You're, probably, you're not steeped in it, are you? He is steeped in wrestling, though. He was. Wonderful. Rod Stewart? Rod Stewart called me madness. face there you can't say that <laughs> and then comes miss elizabeth for goodness sake make it more obvious <laughs> that's getting more seductive than sex you can't say that <laughs> great seems happy doesn't seem frightened liz on this one she became more frightened as she went on as, as more wrestling shenanigans in angles were uh what she was faced with. Give her that flower, would you? Oh. oh. <laughs> he wants Gene Oakland to, to give Elizabeth his boutonniere. He doesn't usually wear one, so I think it's probably just for this angle. Maybe not. Oh, your time is done, he said, pushing her off the screen. Oh. Ah, he's named Hogan, he named Santana, and he's named Hogan, not as good as the Macho Man. It's already getting that in there, you see. Now, who's this? Oh, we've got, we've got women's action. Brilliant. Linda Gonzalez. It's time for the ladies on Primetime Wrestling. Linda Gonzalez. I think she's been... No, no, let me see. I think she's been in the ranks of a professional now for some six months. Against a six months? Versus Donna Cristinello, who's been doing it for longer than six, six months. Obviously pushing her, aren't they? They're starting to spark off each other a bit more this week. It's only taken one week, that's good. 
We know they were great friends. From Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, weighing 159 pounds, Donna Cristianello. Donna Cristianello is not very it's not very well liked. Here we go, Rockdale, Texas. Linda has, she has a nice loose perm, a bit like Lanny Poffo. Similar, similar but no tash. Oh, Luscious Johnny V's joined them. Brutai. Still champions at this time. Oh, that's uh, Gonzalez just taking a leg, jumping on the, the hamstrings and cranking away, but not, not a massive crank, I have to say. Here's Christian Hello pulling, pulling, pulling at the costume to roll her over. That's, that's very naughty. Chili Gonzalez having some having some 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 good times with that step over toe. Oh, Donna Cristinello. <laughs> it's the other one, Gorilla, the other one. Here comes Gonzalez with the... Oh, she's cranking back on, on the... Uh, got the legs tied up, she's cranking back on that. Now she's kind of cranking forward on that. Don't know what, she's still cranking back, still pushing back. But it's not really going to affect anything because she's not... She's cranking, but she's pushing rather than cranking back. She's pushing forward. Don't think that's really going to hurt you, is it? Now she's cranking back properly. She has to be behind the feet to do the crank back properly. She's only been a professional six months. She's gone back to the crank. Has, uh, has Linda. Linda. Literally.
<laughs> you're very candid to say yeah. That was really all right. Here. Did you say Barry, Barry Windham's no longer in professional wrestling? I think he probably is. He's probably still in professional wrestling. I think he might be with the NWA at this point, isn't he? Think. But of course, if you're not in the WWF at this time, <laughs> you're not in professional wrestling. That's what a lot of people thought, both in and out of the WWF. An arm stretcher. She's got a, a, a feet in the armpit and she's pulling on the arm. The arm stretcher. Never heard it called that before, Gorilla. Very nice. Oh, she won't let go of that. Come on, this is Johnny V. Dear me. Watch how much are wrestlers these days. Not to get involved physically with the wrestlers. Well. Oh, they're both missed backdrops. Oh, not backdrops. What do I mean? Sentons, I suppose I mean. Oh, to roll up. Yeah, Gonzalez breezed into that and got the win. Yep, and that'll be a passing of the torch. I think. Lily Gonzalez. Only six months in the business. Doing very well. A debut? Is that a debut? Yeah, let's. Actually, let's not bother. Do you want to call this action? Such as it was. There's a leapfrog, there's a roll-up, pushes her to the ropes, pulls her off the ropes, there's a roll-up and a bridge, and that will be your basic pin. Although the bridge adds something to it, but it's nothing really to write home about. Don't think I'd have got the job if I did that. Wow. Not wow at all. Be wow about that match. You know, the more I look at that Gonzalez lady, she looks a little bit like Santana. Well, she might be an aunt of his or something. Highly unlikely. What? Goodness sake. Robert, Robert, highly unlikely, Robert. The obvious ones, of course. History made in Chicago is the British Bulldogs dethroned Brutus Beefcake and Greg the Hammer. Yes, yes, yes. The fabulous Mula successfully holding on to her title. The Macho Man holding on to his title. Yeah. Yeah, he was facing Hogan at uh, WrestleMania 2, was wasn't he? Who's next? It's oh, 
Well, it's more WWF action, as they always tell us. Atlas and Guerrilla. Oh, versus Lombardi and the Menace. Okay. Time to make your cup of tea on this one, I think. Maybe it'll be great. Oh, Tony Atlas! There's a reason to watch it. I just thought it was... I thought it was a jobber. It isn't Tony Atlas, of course. Oh, marvellous. His autobiography is an interesting read, you know. It really is. I won't say any more about it than that, but, you know, to give it a read. Tony's huge, isn't he? Steve Lombardi, the Brooklyn brawler. And I think Abe Knuckleball Schwartz as well, wasn't it? And parts unknown. The Menace. The Menace from Parts Unknown. We don't know anything about him. I bet we do. Who's this now? Tony Atlas. It's the two Tonys. <laughs> Maybe they should call themselves that going forward. Yeah. The Menace. Oh, interesting. Yes. Oh, no, that's a different menace. It might be the same menace. No, it's a different menace. Oh, I can't find... Oh, yeah. Here we go. Jim Young, worker in Florida. Great. Good mask, actually. Like a star on there. It's a strange... It's a crisscross, and he kind of... He kind of bashed into him, did Guerrero, and pulled him over. Bernie Ladd on, uh, on commentary with Gorilla. Here comes Tony Atlas. Oh, he looks huge. Even in those days when you were getting the, the more, you know, cut and pumped up wrestlers for the WWF. Oh, there's a monkey flip there from, as it was called, I call it a flip generally, um, from Tony Atlas. And uh, I think the Brooklyn Brawl, actually, on body. Um, sort of stopped before I think he thought what's going on next oh yeah the flip there's the menace Tony's tying the arm up menace gets to the ropes of course he does it's good actually he's still selling it he wants the mask does does Tony Atlas fans are loving that menace gets out under the, under the bottom rope Well, a whole new interest. People weren't interested in tag teams before then. They weren't interested at all, but now the British Bulldogs are in. They're interested. I'm not sure. Oh, leg scissors from the Menace. The Menace. I like that. It's a good name. The Menace. Very nice. I'm like a kind of superhero character. Lou Albano. 
control now with the menace. Of course, everyone knows 16 times Albano brought different teams to the title. And he appeared in the Girls Just Want Our Fun video. Remember that? Rock and wrestling. Will that be? Is that, is that for the, no, is that, is that after this or before this? It might be after this, you know. Here comes Atlas with a big splash. That's massive. That'll be it. Get the hot shower ready. This one's over. Stick a fork in him. He's done. <laughs> oh, Tony's got enormous biceps and triceps. They're enormous. Great. A tremendous partner in Tony Guria. Yeah. The two Tonys. Talk about two Tonys. Well, uh, I don't know. Not sure. Who are we? All right. They look similar. You know, blonde hair and all that. <laughs> they made rules because of him. Oh, no. no, I didn't say that. I said that. Oh, you don't okay. have to say. I know. Some other thoughts. Okay. Another thing. He said Valentine was in the ring. He was the legal man. Dynamite Kid was not the legal man, but he oh. was instrumental. And then it was a fast count too. I heard. No, it was not. A fast <laughs> count. And then you asked me a question, and I used <laughs> laughing. No, you said you think it was a fast count. I'm telling you, it wasn't because I was John told me it was. <laughs> Next. What's up now? Oh, it's the Heart Foundation. Brilliant Bret Hart. Jimmy the Anvil Night Hart. Um, they will be bad guys at the moment, won't they? Yeah, they'll be heels. I wonder if Jimmy Hart's with them. All because, I think, because of the new champions that were just formed. Yes, the British Bulldogs, they look beatable. They look like they can be beaten. Anybody can be beaten, Bobby. Not Bundy or Stud. They can't be slammed. They have a combined weight of over 800 pounds. Just... Oh, they're really, they're really cooking here. Great. It's good work, you know. Yep. There's Jimmy. He's got his megaphone. Good. He's bought it out. And an incredibly... It doesn't look like an explosion in a paint factory. His, his jacket. Yes. Still... And they've both got... Uh, black singlets. They haven't got the pink and black attack. Here he comes. Yeah, baby. Neidhart is about as smart as an anvil. Someone's holding up. That's fair enough. I don't know. Oh, Rondy. He's being cheered. Here we go. And Mario Mancini. Well, um, Mr. D, he's got, he's got one of those, it looks like a sort of semi-mullet, you know. Party at the front, business at the back. Was it the other way around? Yes, what a formidable team. They certainly were. 
for many years. Oh yes, they want to get their hands on that title. Of course they do. Who wouldn't? Oh yeah. Fast tags. Fast tags from the uh, from the Heart Foundation. Big elbow from oh what a nice leg drop from uh, Bret Hart. Does that very well. The excellence of execution. Not using that moniker yet or that phrase yet. <laughs> Jimmy's talking to the fans through the megaphone. That's lovely. Yeah, headlock, which actually Mr. Mancini is really selling well. He's fighting. Yeah, Ronnie D wants in in the worst way. Slab in their corner. Always good. That's a tag team uh, speciality that people don't seem to talk about very much. Cut off the ring. Here we go. Oh, they've used the, uh, the demolition finishing manoeuvre. Backbreaker and then the elbow off the second rope. There you go. Here comes a power slam. Standing power slam from uh, from Jim. Oh, he's choking him. Got five to break it. A five, remember. They do. All the stops. There are no stops that are not pulled out. If you've got a stop, it's being pulled out. I'm telling you that. We want Ronnie D in this match. <laughs> He's done nothing so far, Ronnie D. Still waiting to get in there. Mr. Mancini's taking a lot of punishment. Thrown out onto the concrete. Here comes the hitman straight after him. Nice slam on the concrete coming up. Yeah. Feet first, which is good. Safe. Nicely done. And then a nice stomp. Could have terminated this youngster's career, apparently. Not sure. Feet first. Mr. D's trying to help him up because he wants to get involved some way. But here comes the anvil. Oh, Ronnie's re uh, uh, he's ready to fight him. He is. But here comes a double team action on the outside. Neidhart just throwing D into the guardrail. Whereas in the ring, you've got Brett with Mr. Mancini. Oh, no, it was Brett on the ass. No, 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 they're both in. Easy night for Mr. D, this. Oh, Mancini's fighting back. Punches. Ah, here comes Mr. D. Let's see what he can do. Headlock. Oh. <laughs> Took a side headlock, you're not going to control a big guy that way. Oh, look 
Oh no! Pushed it. He just he just pushed Dean straight over to the to, to this corner. Tagged Brett in, and here we go. That's the heart attack. It's not even called the heart attack yet. How beautiful, beautifully done. That was really good tag team wrestling, actually. I must say, I thought it worked the well. Liked it a lot. They're not called the Heart Foundation yet. This is a nascent team. Nascent SC in the middle there. Yeah, it's nice to see them early on, actually. They'd already had. They already had that tag team quality. It worked really well together. We're going to get to see the finishing manoeuvre. I think, yeah, the heart attack. Lovely. That's a lovely flying clothesline. Well done, gentlemen. Ah, he's called it the Heart Foundation now. Maybe they've just been called that. No, there isn't. There isn't. Oh, we made a very good business deal. Adrian, Bundy, Cash. No, things work out fine. How can you trade away a guy to come out of the closet for 500 pounds of humanity? It's simple. Business. It's the way I operate. A lot of money change hands in that thing? Uh, that's personal. I don't have to disclose the amount of money. Well, I didn't money ask you for the amount. <laughs> you were going to. That was your next question. I know you. Usually when I'm a grill like this, I at least get my right to it. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm grilled like this, at least I get my rights read to me. Great. This could be your last week out here, too. Maybe be Unless, unless uh, the body calls and begs again. To have you sit in for him. Well, anytime I hope the body's done with that movie pretty soon. Anytime the body wants me to help him, I'll help him. I enjoy doing this. I enjoy doing this. I'm going to enjoy doing a lot more things in the future. All right. <laughs> if you say so, Bobby. Right, who's next? Come on. Chuck Simpson versus Ted RCD. Now, Ted RCD was here last week, wasn't he? I think. Or was he in one of the specials I saw? One of the specials. They pushed him because he was a big fella, but it just didn't stick from what I can remember. Didn't make it to the to the top line, really. Gentlemen, you are a gentleman. I'm going to treat you like a gentleman. Some of the remarks that I make to you may sound derogatory because just because they're the truth. Some of my remarks to you may sound derogatory just because they're the truth. Naughty. Coming up, we got a guy to pen. Ted Arcidi, world's strongest man. I was the world's strongest man. I'd forgotten that. Yeah. Is that not strong enough? Oh my word. Well, it's strong enough if you got the mind to do it. The man, a man, it has no ability yet, no wrestling ability. He's virtually a rookie. Well, he is. He is virtually. He's right there. He is virtually a rookie. Sure, it's a lot different laying on some bench all day, wearing a size medium T-shirt, sucking down a half a can of tuna fish and twelve dozen eggs, and you think you're strong. You gotta use your brains. Well, let's go to the ringside right now and take a look at the world's strongest man to see if he does have it. He don't have it. Right from Welland, Ontario, Canada, weighing 270 pounds, Chuck Simpson. Chuck Simpson. Chuck Simpson. Red hair, red beard. Here comes Ted. He's massive. The world's strongest man, Ted. He's got that thickness. 
But I think Tony Atlas has got bigger muscles, I reckon. Oh, it's Vince. Vince McMahon himself. Seven hundred. It looks like he could do it. Boy, I'll say. I don't think he wants to try it out again. Yes, he does. To the rope. Oh, look at this. I see these slams in. That was all right. Apparently showing all some power. Well, he just just grabbed him off the ropes and slammed him. That was all that awesome, is it? Bret Hart could do that. He hasn't got. He hasn't got the muscles of Ted Arcidi. He's just amazing in the, in the strength department. And actually, you know, he's a pretty fair wrestler, but he doesn't have to use much of his wrestling skills because he's so powerful that he just does away with his opponent just with sheer strength. Look at that. Arcidi. Oh, yeah, that was quite... A, he, he almost lost control of that Beal. He threw him across the ropes to Arcidi, but almost lost control of it. Oof. He wants him back in there, in the worst way. And I've already said that. I know. I've chatted with him quite a bit, and I think he's a very, very nice fella. Yes, he does have that Boston accent. He is a Bostonian. And, uh, but uh, very proud of it, by the way. But uh, he's a very humble fella. You know, he's very... Outside the ring he is, inside he's nothing else. Ted's waiting for his opponent to come back in, who doesn't seem very keen. I quite understand that. Prevarication taking place. Nice, sir. Uh, Nice bruise on the back from the ropes there. Rope burn, really. I see he's got the straps down, so he thinks it's going to end fairly soon. Hip toss. Looked like he struggled a bit with that, see Ah, Simpson's gone to the eyes. You can't trade against that gorilla. Just a punch from Simpson. Yeah, there's a reversal into the ropes and a, a standard clothesline, really. He didn't get off his feet or anything. Sold by Simpson, sold pretty well. It was quite tough, I suppose. that clubbing forearm didn't you or clubbing fist really to the back from Arcidi oh now he's got a sort of reversed torture rack oh he's screaming Simpson's screaming that'll be the end of that then quick move a quick match and it wasn't all that good I don't know what happened with Arcidi I don't know whether he was did he leave I don't know I just don't know let's have a look Let's just check this out. Well, yes, that is, that is, um, that is, uh, it's quite pretty good, really. Oh, he's a, he is a, he is an American, he, he was a, carried on as a wrestler. Power, power lifting record. Uh, let's see. He, uh, released. Ah, when Kempatera came back, it's out, it says. Yeah, I can understand that. They were both called the world's strongest man, weren't they? Uh, went to Calgary. Um, managed by Percival Pringle. 
Yeah. Ooh, Mr. Okerlund. Yeah, and was part of a stable of wrestlers with Rick Rude. Didn't go warrior. Yeah, who was, of course, the ultimate warrior. And Cactus Jack Manson. Cactus Heavyweight Championship. With, uh, oh, this is in Dallas. Ah, carried on wrestling, which is great. Well, it is. I mean, there it's different weight distribution, isn't there, and all that kind of stuff. Up next, we've got your main event. It'll be Stud and Bundy versus uh, Saxton and Powers. Is that Jimmy Powers? Oh, when they in young? Were they called Young Stallions? American Stallions? The waiting time Ooh. is over. Your two Just men check. ready to go into action here on Primetime Wrestling. Yes. I, I bet you they can't wait to get their hands on a British Bulldog. Oh, can't wait to get their hands They're on They're going to have a tiger bite of tail when they do. What makes you think so? Well, because those two guys, although small in stature, <laughs> are lightning quick, possess tremendous strength. Jimmy Powers. And they, they could give your guys a real rough time. A good big man will always beat a good little man. Two good big men well, yes. Oh, the Young Stallions, yes. If it is, it might not be. Enjoying it. Yes, it can. But I think we know what's going to happen. <laughs> There's Bobby in the ring. Got a nice double-breasted jacket and uh, he's got a, a sort of dark, well, a black jacket, double-breasted, blazer and, uh, and chocolate brown trousers and, uh, and, a, and a lighter brown shirt. It's an interesting combo, I'll give you that. Oh, Bundy looks so much better when he shaved his head. Earlier on in his career, when he didn't, when he hadn't, it was not so good. And he's one of my personal favourites. Yes. Fabulous. Their opponents from New York City, weighing 235 pounds, Jim Powers. Jimmy Powers. Good looking fella, Jimmy Powers. Young Stallion. Mike Saxton is doing a, he's got a kind of he's got a very glittery um, ring jacket on that's very nice Saxton well I, I mean he's got a point with the size of them it's to define your terms, but as far as size, they're awesome. But the most awesome, I think. You're right. Jimmy Powers is not sure how to handle a big John Stud here. Well, as Bobby's often said, you're waffling with a tyre ride in the car park. <laughs> I can't remember him saying that. Yeah. Yeah, Stud's just pushing him away, really. I want to go long this match. We've only got about eight minutes to go. 
I'm not sure he can now. You see, that's difficult in the WWF, isn't it? Calling yourself the um, the giant of the WWF is um, difficult because there were some big men there. So you have got that gentleman, haven't you, Andre the Giant? How could I forget about him? Huge chop from Bundy. That's massive. Power sold that very nicely. Who was he? Who was he? The young stallions with. Um, Paul Roma. I forgot that Romeo Paul Roma. Of course, there were. Um, of course, I like Paul Roma's power and glory with Herc, Herc and Jerk, as uh, I think, I think, Gorilla called him, power and glory, or as uh, as Hawk would say, now become sour and gory. Yeah. Here's Bundy slamming um, Saxton with uh, with um, with ease. <laughs> William Perry, Chicago Bears. Is he a running back? I think he was in that uh, successful team. Is it Jim McMahon, who was the quarterback. I always remember that he had a, seemed to have, if I remember rightly, a, a, a helmet that had um, a sort of panel in it. With uh, that was that was that was sun glazed. Have I made that up? Sure, he had. Look good though, very good. When I started watching American football, not anymore. They're not fast this team, are they? Of course, they're big men, so you know they, you're going to get, you're going to impose their will, aren't they? Well, Andre's a lot bigger, of course. Of course. Andre is the giant of all giants. When you're talking about a man over 500 pounds, seven foot four. I mean, there are there are people seven foot four, a few basketball players, I imagine. But what do they weigh? Two thirty, two fifty, maybe. Studs. He's just he's just fallen there on Saxton. Won't pin him. Pulls him up before three. He was fabulous and massive, Andre. Ooh, blimey. Studs really doing a number on Saxon in the corner there, just splashing him repeatedly. Here comes King Kong Bundy. Assisted run into the corner. That's an avalanche and a half, isn't it? He did very well there, Saxton. He just flopped out of the corner. That's very nice. Oh, elbow drop. And that'll be it, I think. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> oh, yeah, he wants the five count. That's right, he insists on a five count, doesn't he? Because he can keep people down for that long. That's right, I forgot that. That was a good shtick, wasn't it? He told the ref, two more, please. And the ref obliged, but you would, wouldn't you? Well, Gorilla said that anything can happen, but we knew. 
thing played again. Just what? a minute. Turn, turn that on again. I want to see that thing played again. Hayden's very angry. Outraged. Tremendous power. Tremendous. Appeared to be continuity. You had continuity. Of course you had continuity. What do you think? I got a couple of ham and eggers out there. Ham and eggers. He always used that phrase, didn't he? I could take on. I could take Arnold Skull and make him world champion today if I could get a match. Arnold Skull. I know in my head. And then the, the, I put Stud and Bundy together. That's the most unbeatable tag team in the past. No, I don't think so. Maybe for the average run-of-the-mill manager or the average layman out there. These people that work eight to five, punch those time cards, come home, have a lukewarm TV dinner, have a half a can of warm studs, and your wife's laughing around the room all evening. Please, for you kind of guy. It's just really laughing. It's really smiling, Gorilla. He's getting a lot. He's got a lot better this week. Don't hear of the mouth, like you said. And there we go. Up next, more prime time. What? It's only a couple of minutes to go. Oh, it's them wrapping up. Yeah, spending two hours with you is like spending uh, <laughs> half an hour in Omaha, Nebraska on a Sunday. <laughs> well, I'm sure that you're Blimey. Well, no, I don't, I, I don't uh, mind your company. I just, uh, we just don't agree on certain things. Well, that's, that's, that's and, obvious. And that's, that's fine. Obvious that's just well, fine with me. Uh, I will say this. <laughs> I will give credit where credit is due. You have a tremendous team in King Kong, Bundy, and Big John Studd. And uh, I believe the Bulldogs may be in a bit of trouble. That is correct. You know, I don't have to sit here. They weren't, now, were they? <laughs> no. Sure you're not. What do you mean I'm not? You will not be sitting here week in and week out. Well, if Jesse's out, I know what's going to happen. I know what's going to happen. Movie star will come I know what's going to happen. What's going to happen? He's going to be living next door to me in Beverly Hills. He's going to be dating <laughs> Starlet. I can just see the whole uh, trend changing now. No way. <laughs> change the award. They won't call it the Oscar anymore. It'll be the Jesse. No way, shape, or form. Don't forget, no, that's what's going to happen. I know every Wednesday happen. here on USA Network TNT with Vince McMahon, Lord Alfred Hayes. Uh, 8 o'clock Eastern Time, 7 Central, and also on Sunday, Sunday afternoon, All-American with my good friend, Mean Gene Okerlin, yes. and a whole bunch of tremendous matches that come out of there all the time, and you have a great deal of time on that program as well, so you're getting well, plenty of well, coverage. Could you do me one last favor? Yes, go ahead. Just one last favor? Could you just roll my oh, match again? That's great. Well... That's uh, Primetime Wrestling from May the 5th, 1986. And I'll be continuing that next week. Because you know what? I love it. Ta-ta. <laughs>